So I Married a Cinephile uses clips, quotes, and songs in fair use as commentary for movie review, with no intention for monetary profit or gain. So please don't sue us. We're just having fun. Ugh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> We're live. Li we're stream. Pitching. Rolling live. We're rolling. We're live and rolling. Rolling. Here, here rolling, it is. Rolling on the <laughs> river. Welcome back to Soy Married a Cinephile, guys. I'm Ben Farmer and I'm a cinephile. I'm Megan Carver and I'm a. I'm, am I a cine newbie still? Have you graduated yet? I don't know. Okay. We never discussed where that where that line ends. Uh, let's, just, let's just do the line. Okay. We watch all kinds of movies, new and old. And we let you know if you should watch them too. Welcome back. Oh, so we're kicking it old school, old going back school. to the 90s. Last week was Street Fighter, which came out in 1994. This year we're going back to 1993, promptly. Well, no. Disney movie. Hang on a second. Before we dig into the movie, we need to have a rat a tat. Yeah, I'm just, it's I'm so just letting charming. them know they don't, what they can expect. They don't need to know what... This is not brought to you by Polar Seltzer Water. It's, Polar, mmm, that's fizzy. I'm sorry about all of this. It really is very fizzy. It though. is very fizzy, it's, though. It's, it is very it's fizzy. Some of the best fizzy water I've had. Oh, but there you go. Yes. Um, a rat-a-tat, eh? A rat-a-tat. <laughs> this is a sterling example of said rat-a-tat. A little back and forth. A little back and like forth. Like some sword fighting, which we got a lot of in this movie. You need to, we have to have the, there is a formula <laughs> that we have come up with. It goes, hello, how is your day? How is your day? Or week, or whatever. Okay, great. Speaking of, say the movie title, okay. and then we talk about it, and then we do trivia, and then we end it. Well, now you guys know what's coming. Now you so. know it's... If you haven't listened to any of these episodes up until this point, and this is the first time you're watching and or listening, that's our podcast. This is what we do. This is what we do. How are you, Megan? I'm exhausted. You had a big day today. I'm so tired. Why are you tired? I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean, I suspect... I know why you're I suspect that I am tired because I did a lot of stuff yesterday and a lot of stuff today. What do you got going on? I had a call back yesterday. Mm -hmm. I had three auditions on top of that yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then I was filming today mm -hmm. for a project that we're both working on. Yeah. And I also was working on my copywriting and copy editing stuff. And I also had a really intense workout. Thank you, Melissa Foster. Yesterday, I'm... I was like, you didn't work out today. I did not work out today. <laughs> I did not work out today okay. at all. You had a very so busy I'm, weekend. I'm very tired, yeah. and I want to go to bed. <laughs> but it's, she was so stoked to do this podcast. I am still. I am stoked. I'm she just, is. I can be more than one thing. She just might leave to go do some jumping jacks. I just, and then come back. Or can I go take a nap and then come back? Yeah, just like a, just a quick fifteen, 15 second yeah. nap. A fifteen second. Just a. <laughs> okay. Not like oh god, I'm good. Where you get an extra five. Yeah, you just put it in for an extra like two percent to get you home, so that you don't have to just talk to the, the Uber driver. Just <laughs> yes, well, hang on. exactly. 
How are you, Ben? I'm well. I'm kind of sleepy today. Um, I think but that's it's okay. just something in the air. Maybe it's, I don't know. It, it was a little bit warmer than it, than it has been. It almost got up to 60 up here in New Hampshire. The weather's definitely turned. I also think, too, pollens are out and about. Oh, man. Tis that time. Yeah. Tis the season for be... shit floating. That's right. In the air. So continue to wear your masks I know. you go outside. I actually, because Stafford asked, I love that now, like, it's... Every episode, I talk about Stafford. Like, hmm. he's just, he's like the ghost writer of the show. He's very much a part of the podcast. Always something, yes. Just like polar fizzy water. Polar. Damn, that's fizzy. <sighs> Do, are you doing it because you want Polar to sponsor us? or no, because it's, it's flat. From the time that you just drank it to now, it went flat? It, it's more flat than it was but, a few minutes ago. Well, you're almost at the end of it. Right, that's true. I'm going to finish this off. All right, at any rate... Uh, what was I saying? What did Stafford do now? Stafford does He was a part things. of the podcast. He was a part of the podcast. What the hell did I just say? Well, Stafford is as much of the podcast as Rocket is or something like Stafford that. Stafford is... Saying. I don't know. Stafford did something funny? He did. He's just I know. At he's right waving now. at us Hi. right now. And he probably is going to see this and in a couple of minutes. He's going to text me and be like, you were talking about this. <laughs> but I'm so tired that I don't remember what I was talking about. That's okay. At any rate. He's if I remember, I'll say it. We were talking about it. me. Good. Right. That's neat. <laughs> God damn it. That's going to bug was me. Oh, no. Well, I had a couple of really Masks. nice... Masks? We were talking about masks? masks. Was I not listening? No, I mean no, I mean, but no. no, I don't remember. That's this okay. is horrible. <laughs> I'm doing so terribly. Uh, Rocket and I had some good walks outside. Yes. I did some yoga. Oh, I played masks. my video game. Masks. Because Stafford knows. <laughs> Because yes. like he was like, hey, look, you need to get some masks, and here's this place that you can buy five of them for twenty five bucks, God. and they're like good quality and all this. And he's like, get them for get them for your dog, get them for your husband, get them for get them for everybody. Uh, and I pets was are like, immune, as far as I no, know. I know, I'm being silly. Oh, but I was like, there are some people who would like. I already have them. a mask because my allergies were so bad last year. That I had to wear a mask anytime that I was outdoors. And then I felt silly for her having a mask and me not having one. And I think we were going to go... We were going to uh, do our go trip home for, Christmas. for Christmas. right? So I bought one for the plane ride in like November. Right. Thank the Lord we did that because right. now we have washable, reusable masks. So we're not like going through Which, a bunch. Which, after all of this is over, I highly recommend wearing a mask when you're on an airplane because you're when not you're on breathing the in all that recycled air. Yeah. And being around all the people that are and sick. And you don't know where they've been. Right. You just don't know where they've been. And and I think I may have referenced this when Gabe was here in May for our birthday or when, when we were in New York. Last year. He was so surprised about how much Purell I was using. Yeah. And I'm like, if you think about the surfaces that you touch, the people that you're around, especially living in New York City when you're oh super God. close to people who are living yeah. on top of each other, um, you just, you need to do everything you can to protect yourself. And too, like, I love the whole new conspiracy theory that the reason that COVID is happening yeah, is because the of the, or... no, it's the 5G towers. Oh, but the, but didn't the Chinese like, they Start, rolled out. They, they, they rolled, rolled out five G around the, like around the same time, two months before COVID started happening. Sure. So that's what conspiracy theorists are saying. Even though there's COVID in Japan and a couple of other places, and they don't have five G. I don't so, see how they're connected. That 
Well, that's how conspiracy <laughs> theory works. I'm, gonna, I'm but, just gonna say that right now. Yeah, I just don't. I don't really it's quite. Like, it's not. It's like their argument is, it's like, is faulty. It or doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't hold, hold up. up or something. Uh, oh, we gotta have the fringe, though. You know, we gotta have that fringe radical right. side. But of like, I'm, I'm or, like the reason why New York is the epicenter is because there's so many people, and we literally live on us. top of each other. Yes. So it's not 5G. Don't blame it on Verizon. <laughs> It's, blame Verizon for everything else. Blame Verizon for everything else. Literally. My phone is slow. But it's not <laughs> responsible for COVID. It's not good. It's just we've got too many people living in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the first one to say it. There's too many people living in New York. <laughs> the very first one. Oh, oh Shira's call. calling. Shira's you calling. Can take the, you can, I, can yeah, I take this? Sure. Shira is a friend of ours. Hi, Shira. We're I don't actually know if she's live streaming watching us right as now, we're so doing this. We're more or less on it. Um, but right. she's calling. <laughs> she's a friend of ours. She loves Rocket. Yeah. It was her birthday I mean, your voice, recently. You're not on speaker, right? No, she's not on speaker. But, but what what's going on? Yeah. Um, so at any rate, um, I like my favorite uh, color is purple. Minutes or so. I, tell you back? Um, uh, I really enjoy. Uh, I oh, okay. don't like ice cream all that much. I do like ice cream, but it just makes my teeth hurt. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not okay. horrible, but I got to like take my time with it. Um, uh-huh. Also, too, yeah, absolutely. Uh, me, when uh, I was little, uh, I was okay. running on the Wait. playground and I was chasing after a girl who what was trailing a jump rope behind her. And she's like, you can't catch it. And I was like, yes, I can. And I jumped for it and I skidded my knees on the ground and got gravel all up in my knees. It's called a tights blowout. And they called my mom and said, hey, Megan fell down and scraped her knees. And my mom is like, she's fine. She comes to pick me up and I've got two bloody sockets of stumps of legs on my knees. She said she's never forgiven herself for that. (laughs) She totally can though, I'm fine. I've moved on, I'm okay. Uh, I was just covering while you were talking with Thank lovely Shira. Thank you so Shira. much. I assumed that you were telling yes, a story. Yes, I told yeah. people that I like the color purple, and while I like ice cream, it makes my teeth too cold. Oh, it does when you bite into it. Yeah, yeah. like you gotta like soft palate. You I know like... you. Ugh, I eat. I eat yogurt weird. I've realized that. I I need like videos of people eating yogurt. If people could just on Instagram. Take a video of you eating yogurt. You have yogurt every day. Now. I know I have yogurt every day, which is why I become so aware of it that I eat yogurt really weird. I'm like, uh, how? <laughs> it's the Before weirdest the thing. Like the mouth. spoons, I'm like, that bah. It's there's like how a dog pulls water. Yeah, in the bottom of its exactly. Tongue. And I'm doing it with the spoon. <laughs> I don't. I don't care for that. Speaking of speaking of stories that people no sort of enjoy. Speaking of. Uh, being interrupted by good friends being speaking <laughs> speaking of speaking I'm gonna let you go no no help <laughs> help me do you need a friend I need to phone a friend don't we all need friends how's how's three of them I would enjoy three friends because we watched the, the three, three musketeers. musketeers. That was so that was bad. Sloppy. That was really that was rough. Really I mean, shitty. we've done bad, but that that, that was, was horrible. Pretty awful. The the 1993 Three Musketeers, as of course promised on our Instagram, 
Walt Disney's Three Musketeers, and I think we wanted to change the title to Damn Disney. We said Damn Disney seven because times. Because this is at like least. this is pre Pixar Disney. This is pre Bob Iger Disney. So it's less a focus on like that family friendly. I mean, it's still it's, it's still, still technically supposed movie, to be family friendly. But like, there are parts in this movie where I'm like, oh, it's that's more not like a, if that's we not were, okay for a PG movie. <laughs> no, if we were relating to today's Disney, it would be more like Pirates of the Caribbean level Disney. Yeah, but even maybe. more intense. But even Pirates of the Caribbean was PG thirteen. It was. Yeah, this was PG. This was PG. Yeah, that crazy damn Disney craziness. Uh, anyhow, it's 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 billed as an American slash Austrian action adventure comedy from Walt Disney Pictures uh, because it was shot in Austria. Maybe that's why they're trying to build okay. it. Okay, uh, I don't know. I know Jacob Bean Watson said that opening <laughs> that so opening, good. It really is so good. Really, really All right, is. the plot. Uh, well, directed by uh, oh, Stephen Herrick. Uh, top billing went straight to Charlie Sheen. He must have negotiated that. Woo! But this was like Charlie Sheen at like the height of his powers um, after uh, both Wall Street and Platoon. I think he shot Hot Shots Part Do before he shot this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. And we'll get into that a the little bit. The hair would make sense. Um, pretty brief uh, plot synopsis for IMDb. Uh, France, 1625. Young D'Artagnan heads to Paris to join the Musketeers, but the evil Cardinal Richelieu has disbanded them. Save three. He meets the three, Athos, Porthos, and Aramis, and joins them on their quest to save the king and their country. Yeah. Yeah. Based loosely on the novel by Alexander Dumas. Yes. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he wrote numerous other uh, Three Musketeers stories, including Man in the Iron Mask and like Three Musketeers 20 Years Later or some shit like that. I've, I think there are a lot of Three Musketeers stories. I haven't read any of them, so don't quote me on that. I've right. just seen a lot of uh, plays based on them. Right. Um, so yeah, I remember seeing this movie in the theater. So I was nine years old when I okay. saw this movie. And really God. the only shots, I just remember a lot of cleavage and some yes. pretty violent deaths yes. in this movie. Which going back and watching it now, there were several times that we went, oh! And there were also moments where I had a vague awareness of who Tim Curry was because I'd seen yes. him in a few other movies in my childhood like, years. You knew he was good at being a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, sort of like of. how Rachel Foskett was commenting about how Raul Julia in Street Fighter right. clicked her actor brain a little bit. I think Tim Curry did this for me a little bit yes. in this movie because yes. he's so uh, fucking good in I this. Just, you just, just want to eat, it, eat up. it all Give up. me a spoon. Yeah, so uh, should we just dive into the plot? I want to just... Just take wanna, a moment take a breath. to give a disclaimer about this movie. Yes. So everybody else my age, which I think we were what seventh grade, uh, sixth grade. No, because we. I, I mean, was, you're I was nine. When you were nine, so out. I was so eight. Eight. Okay, so I don't think I watched it when I was. I don't think I watched it in third grade. Uh, I went to the theater and watched it. I yeah. no, I didn't see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at any rate, <clears throat> most girls my age were probably into Barbie and sure, you know, classic Disney princesses. Uh, I watched this movie and I became obsessed with the Three Musketeers, and I wanted. I, I'm going to get to that. Uh, <laughs> I I wanted me and my friends to be the four because there were four of us Musketeers, and I drew pictures and like I got everybody That's plastic amazing. swords and like I wanted to have a Three Musketeers birthday party. <laughs> I was. 
fucking obsessed with this movie. <laughs> and not long after this, I also watched Cutthroat Island, which made oh, me even God. more obsessed with women pirate wow. type swashbuckling that is such things. such a flop of a movie. We should do that one. I love that movie. Oh it's God. horrible, and I love it. Was, it was one of the worst movies amazing. ever made. Epic failure. It's amazing. Wow. So this movie holds a very special place in my heart because this was... Like the first time that I had romantic feelings about a guy mm. that I can remember. And the first time that that I like wanted to be a hero and mm. not be <laughs> Jasmine or Belle. I wanted to fucking stab someone. And now I know why after watching it again. <laughs> like There's a lot of fun. 20 like, years later. Swashbuckling, years later. like horse I say horseplay, but I actually mean it in the literal Actual, sense. Actual, literal horse. Right. The the same guy who did the stunts for one of my favorite movies, The Mask of Zorro, oh. Bob Anderson, did all of the fight choreography, the fencing, and... That makes a lot of sense. ...and the stunt work for this movie. Um, he actually plays the king's uh, sparring partner in that oh, short that's scene. Him. The old guy. Oh. Yeah. So he's he's very old school Hollywood. He lived until he was like eighty nine. Wow! But he he did a lot of these these swashbuckler action movies that came out sort of sporadically in the seventies. They came back a little bit in the nineties. But I I was wondering if he, if he did it because you sort of see the same kind of flair mm-hmm. that you see in Mask of Zorro that you see in this. I movie. totally the, agree. The stunt work is amazing. It's I of course totally all practical. Agree. This is before CG even came close to showing up mm-hmm. um so there's a lot of appreciation there but it also stars uh Kiefer sutherland oliver platt do we want to talk about we it don't want to talk about it yet i'm gonna to get talk- to that i have it in my notes i know when i'm gonna talk uh, about it. 90s chris o'donnell who plays uh d'artagnan that this is hair for that hair man i mean hang on just a second if you're watching as on the live stream this is pretty much what his hair looked like no, that's what rochefort's hair looked like the guy with the eye patch Oh, that's true. You're, yeah. No, no, he had a sweep back. I mean, the sweep back was partly because of the eye patch. It was a bit, it was a little like Joan Jett. That hair patch. is yeah. so intense. Yeah. All the hair is intense. Just but bouncy. But it's the first thing I wrote down. I was like, oh, they're fighting in a field. Dot, dot, <laughs> dot, all caps. That hair. And I mentioned that Tim Curry plays Cardinal Richelieu. Rebecca DeMornay also gives a supporting role. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to Michael Wincott who plays Rochefort, who is sort of Richelieu's assassin, sidekick, former musketeer turned bad. Oh! But he played Guy of Gisborne in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, yes. which is a movie that I would love to do. A bit of crossover here. Yeah, but he played the exact same role. He was Alan yep. Rickman's literally in that one. Literally the exact I same imagine, role. I haven't taken a look at his IMDb, really, but I imagine he gets a lot of those villainous roles just because he has He has that, that gravelly voice. He's got that voice. He's the poor man's can't. Johnny Depp. Like it's just and that but then he knows how to fence. Yeah. So Yeah. And he's he, he's brilliant in this movie. Yeah. So yeah, it's a top notch cast. I I would only pick bones with Kiefer Sutherland. I he seems a little out of place in this movie, and I can't quite put my finger on why. It's but he but it, it, Charlie Sheen, Oliver Platt, and maybe Chris O'Donnell to a point all kind of fill their roles. They have strong perspectives that they bring to the role. I never got... And there was very little justification for Keith Sutherland's characterization of the character. Yeah. In my humble opinion. for me, just never, like... His character out of all the musketeers just never rang true. He has stuff There's, like, this whole backstory. There's this massive backstory, which we'll get into. But it's like, the stuff is there, and he just didn't didn't dig into it. Maybe not. I don't know. It was there. The exposition explained it. But 
you just didn't quite believe it. He didn't it. really like, yeah. It, knock it, out it wasn't a hundred percent commitment. It seemed effortless from like Oliver Platt and Charlie Sheen. Like they, they just, it, it was almost like Charlie Sheen just kind of rolled out of bed and he was like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. And yep. Just put on my costume and make some jokes. Right. I'm not going to use my eyebrows though. <laughs> I'm just going to talk like this. I'm just going to talk like this. Um, <laughs> and Oliver Platt is fucking amazing. He's like the, oh. New, the New York actor, the flamboyant, one of the musketeers. Oh. Where he's just making all the jokes, and he's like this infamous sort of piratish musketeer. So let's start it at back. Let's backtrack because I one of my favorite things is that we describe the plot kind of poorly. I Very think that's cool. one of my I'll, favorite well, you should pull up your notes about I'm... right. No, I got it. Yeah. So we start out first thing off with this intense opening. What with the big boat on the mist yeah and what happened it's very like paganish uh because that's the boat that has like the dragon head yeah right and oh balls yeah it's a really great opening and i forget what i forget what happens too it was something about doesn't it open with d'artagnan fighting that guy no 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 it starts with jacob i'm so sorry i feel no i know jacob's like gonna have a fit (laughs) no it's it like it started out with the boat underneath the... Is Tim Curry on the boat? Yes. Yeah, because he's wearing the breastplate. Right. And they go to the Bastille or whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. And he, the... they're holding somebody prisoner. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And they're Tim trying Curry's to get information like, about yeah. the king or something. Something like I that. I don't remember. Because there's like this rate. whole backstory of them trying to like... Ro- sorry, Rocket's Ooh. really dreaming here. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Rocket's dreaming and when he dreams sometimes he like starts to run. <laughs> So if you could see him gyrating back. Oh, oh, Jacob Bean Watson said one less mouth to feed the torture scene. So it is. It's the torture scene. Was that like a... I can't remember what... One less mouth to feed. Was that like a Catholic church joke? Yeah, sure. Okay. I guess. Okay. I mean, Tim Curry, of course, pulled it off. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I buy it. Done. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. He's he's clearly the bad guy. And then we cut to above ground where uh, D'Artagnan is fighting Foppish Man. yeah. And the foppish man is mad because he slept with his sister? Yes. He said he, quote unquote, defiled his sister's honor Okay. Yes. And then they, he fought him and he's like, look, bitch, I can't stay around to fight your squeaky ass. I got to go be a musketeer. His His name is Paul McGann. And I guess he was in the Doctor Who movie as the doctor. Any Doctor Who fans out there? I have not watched Doctor Who. Hey, there you go. Right over my head. Uh, But so then he gets really mad, and there's this whole fight thing, and then D'Artagnan's like, look, I gotta go. And he runs off. Rides off. He rides off on a horse. On a horse. And then, oh my God, though. Like, when. Can I just say that. D'Artagnan's a massive dick. Like he's he a kind of a dick. dick. Like I was like, like he wants to be a musketeer, and musketeers are all about honor. He and shit. interjects he's... himself into any and every situation that that comes up. Mm-hmm. Like what when he's trying to go to see the musketeers, but then he sees these two women who he believes are being chased by these two bandits. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, they clearly must be chasing. I should save them. them. It's like, those could be their brothers, and they're just a couple feet ahead. He concusses them both. He concusses them both. They both have concussions. And then the woman's like, um, those were the king's, or the queen's guards uh, that you just, and And he's like. And she's the queen's handmaiden. Yes. Right. Julie Delpy. she's like, uh, that was kind of rude of you. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a loose cannon. I'm going to be a musketeer. You like that shit? And she's like, um, I'm a lady in waiting. I can't be with a musketeer, so good luck with that, but bye. 
I mean, but she, but meanwhile, it's not like that. They're actually like, oh, I'm not allowed to be with the musketeer. He's like, oh, really? Lady in waiting? Oh, stop. Like, it's like that. (laughs) A little bit. And then we cut to later on when he's trying to go be a musketeer and foppish man shows up again. Right. And then he's... There's another chase, I think. Right. No, no, no. Because he chases after him and that's when he falls on Porto's... Uh, Portos' card game. Oh, right, right, right. And that's when the first dual challenge yes. comes up. Which He's like, meet me here at one o'clock and we'll fight. If you stubbed your a guy's toe, that <laughs> back means then. back then you were, you gonna, you were, gonna were going to fight to, to the, the death. death. Well, before that, he goes to the the castle. But this is, oh. what, this is after the musketeers have been disbanded right. by Richelieu. Well, all the way back... And he runs into Kiefer Sutherland first, and he's like, whoa, dude, where are the musketeers? What the hell happened? Right, because the like, musketeers oh, this, they've been disbanded have been disbanded. Tim Curry did that because he wanted to send all of them off to fight in the war with England, which hasn't happened Hasn't happened yet. yet. They're thinking it's going to happen. It's but like, now yeah. the king has less protection. He's more vulnerable because right. the musketeers were disbanded by the cardinal yes. who wants the throne for himself. And when that happens, all the musketeers throw all their stuff on a fire. On a fire. Which I'm like... But they you... all have spares, as it turns out. I know. Out. Like, Right. I was like, what? They have spared Do you guys just have swords. two? Like, and you just... They were issued two when they became a musketeer. Like, I... okay, here's the one you wear, That's and here's expensive. one for the wash. At, at any rate. You don't want to wear the same one every day. No, but, you know, back then, I'm thinking... Uh, anyways, anyways, so... So he, so Kiefer Sutherland challenges Chris O'Donnell to a duel at noon. Yes. He runs into Oliver Platt, luckily, challenges him to a duel at one, runs into Charlie Sheen... Well, Charlie Sheen falls on him. Right, because Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen is a priest. Is a priest. He used to be a cardinal. He's trying to teach a man's wife about the Bible. But her boobs but are her, out. Her boobs are like, oh, out. I'm not. Like, I didn't understand what you were saying about original sin. What is that accent? What? I, Where it's are you just, from, my dear? I'm not from. I'm Where just, are you from, my child? I'm from um, Mufrasinan. Mufrasinan? Mufrasinan. It's. Oh, I'm I have to so do my Charlie sorry. Oh, that's fascinating. You have to say a little louder so that. Oh, that's, feel a that's fascinating. Yeah, I'm from Mufrasinan. I'm sorry. Father, my father, I've, my father is Martin Sheen. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Really? <laughs> yes, Martin Sheen. I is didn't Charlie know Jean that. Said, they look exactly That's alike. Like Smith. It's <laughs> the Don's all over again. And Don the, Corleone. And the director who directed this. We're getting into trivia a little bit. The director who directed this directed the Mighty Ducks with Charlie Sheen's brother from another mother. Oh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio. Emilio. Martin Sheen's son with another woman by the name of Estevez. Okay. Yes. So. Anyways. At any so rate. So now he has duels with Porthos, Athos, Aramis. Busy day. And they all show up at, at the, the same, same time place, and which, they're like, wait a minute, you have a fight with this guy, I have a fight with this guy. Yep. So they're about to, you know, do the deed. Him, right. Him and Kiefer are going to go at it. Yes. And then the, the, the now, the King's Guard, the Cardinal's Guard, whatever these guys are. The Cardinal's the, Guard The Catholic show Army. Up. Show up They're to like, arrest. Hey, we need to arrest you guys because remember, you're not supposed to be musketeers. Yeah, you've been disbanded. Cardinal Richelieu wants to arrest you three because you, you're you're musketeers and right. right and can't. they're like, um, no. So like, then, screw that. Fight happens. Big fight. Which also, like. 
everybody dies. People getting run. It's not through. like this is Disney when it was like we're not just gonna like knock them out and make them fall down. It was like run through. It's stabs. It's stabbings without. It stabs without blood. There's a little bit of blood in this there movie. There is a little bit of blood. But there's like a there, there's a lot of sound effects to where like oh that guy just got stabbed and he's dead. Yeah. But they don't like really show the violence. Yep. It's it's just enough to where you can make it a PG movie, mm-hmm. but there's that scene before where Rushfort shows up to at arrest, a bar, right? To arrest the three at a bar, yeah. Before all of this duel stuff, yep. And Charlie Sheen, like all of these guards, like there's like they're twenty all, guards, they're, they're tied are up, laying on the ground. And Charlie Sheen's just like cleaning, cleaning blood, blood off, of, off his of his sword. I thought he was just polishing. No, he had red all over really? that handkerchief. Yep. And then uh, Porthos Platt. comes down on a chandelier, crushes like eight guards. They're all dead. And Rashford's like, mm, well, game's afoot. You, you win this round. Oh, you will win the battle, but not the war. Yes, uh, and so they all escape, and then that then leads that's us into this whole duel, duel thing. So then, now they're like, okay, well now we have to like go into hiding because the Cardinals are coming after and us. And now D'Artagnan is like sort of part of the group. He's like a diet of, musketeer. Because he's like, I want to be a musketeer. That sounds like I the fought, worst I'll fight along you guys. Ever. It really is. A, if anyone likes Three Musketeers candy bars... I don't know what to do for you. I do know people that like Three Musketeer candy bars. That's like liking... Uh, no. like a, li- that's like liking an Almond Joy. No, but the reason why it's... it's this is so awful. The reason why I know... <laughs> I'm just giving you my opinion. like Three Musketeers bars is because I volunteered at a retirement home and... Where you gave them Three Musketeers? Yeah, we had bingo. Don't do that. And we had bingo. And if you won, you won a candy bar. And the Three Musketeers were always the first one to go. Really? Because they're soft. Oh. And because back then, candy bars weren't made with much because it was the 20s. When I was in... No, I'm saying these people at this elderly home were used to eating... No, no, no. It's because they're teeth. Rice. They don't have any teeth. Right. So they can just gum it? They can just gum a That's essentially what you bar. can do with this movie is just kind of gum you it. You can just gum it? You can just No. Gum it. Yeah. This is a great movie. It's a great movie. But it's even, even like diehard Three Musketeers fans, not the candy bar, but the actual novels. Novel. I'm they can sure. They're going to be like, ah, it takes liberties. It'll get the job done. So now they're all, they're they're on the run from Cardinal Richelieu. Yes. Um... I guess now Richelieu has hired an, an assassin with a, with a rifle yes, to kill the king at his birthday. Yes, because he wants to kill the king, and this is when Pinocchio shows up. <laughs> Did you not notice that? His nose. He is. Right. He's Pinocchio. He's got this Prince Valiant haircut, but this very long nose, and he it's not looks, a prosthetic. It's actually his nose. He looks like the king from Shrek. <laughs> he he, look, looks, he look. looks like the king from Shrek. <laughs> But a really tall, lazy He's like version. tall Farquaad. He's tall Farquaad. <laughs> that is exactly what he looks like. He's tall Farquaad with a longer nose. And he acts like a pussy. He really does. The whole show. Well, he's a kid. Show. Like King Louis, uh, I guess, his, his father... His father died young or something? Yes, he was and then assassinated. He, he inherited the throne as essentially a teenager. Right. And then effectively in the interim, the cardinal was kind of just keeping yeah. it under his Young king, thumb. I feel like I can like take over here. The yeah. king is now married to who's uh, the a princess of Austria. Something. I, the, the queen of Austria. Yeah. And so, anyways, right. about so to at go any to rate, England. Ultimately, whatever. Tim Curry is like, look, if I can assassinate the prince... King, king, 
uh, then I will just take over. Yes. And so... He gets him out on a balcony. He's waving happy birthday to the crowd because they've all come out to see the king. No, that's way later. Oh, really? What am I skipping? We're missing a lot. Oh. Doesn't Chris O'Donnell, like, stumble upon the plot to... Yeah, to... so we've got Lady Sexy Fuck. De Winter. Oh, my God. Rebecca De Mornay and her Yes, breasts. her massive titties. Oh, my God. Well, it's the corset. Right? I know it's the corset. That's what corsets but do? Yeah, right, they, they bind and push. Bind it's and push. down and up. I don't know how you it's breathe. A, I don't know how you up, do it. I've had to do a show with a corset. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Lady De Winter and yes. Tim Curry, mm. she's like, okay, I'm going to take this treaty and I'm going to take it over to England. And it basically says something that we're not going to go to war as long as the cardinal becomes the king. Right. I can't remember exactly, but effectively that's what it is. Something like that. Because it's a tree that says that Tim Curry's like, soon you'll call me your majesty. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and there are moments in the, I got, I have to stop and just give a, another shout out to Tim Curry. He's there so are moments amazing. in this movies where the villains have like these big outbursts and then there's like this big sort of lion's roar sound effect or that thunder. goes with them or thunder or something. And there's this point where Tim Curry like, points down the balcony he's like kill those musketeers and then like this big thunderclap happens yeah. and you're like Jesus Christ yeah, or like when she's big. like I would rather be dead than bow down to you he's like that can be arranged that can be arranged bah, 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 bah. But it's so fucking great it's so great it's so, so Lady great. De Winter anyway. he's like alright bitch so you've killed all your husband she's like yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> like alright so here's this treaty why didn't you go deliver it and maybe I'll make you my wife and you won't kill me she's like alright but he's also trying to like bed the king's wife he's trying to like oh, yeah he just sleep with the he queen. just wants just wants any kind of royal puss i don't know such he, a catholic he's off now hey now yeah. there are friends that we have that are catholic where that's not the case this is corrupt oh, evil okay. people catholics it's, like 500 years ago sure sure even then i'm sure there were <laughs> at any let's not paint the catholic brush he, he's let's not Tim Cur- cardinal richelieu gave catholics a this, bad name he, that's all i know this is historically this is where it speaking is. this is why cardinals get such a bad rap is tim curry <laughs> and the true. three musketeers he did he did his job it's well. a damn shame we <laughs> should get a gofundme going for something <laughs> for the victims of cardinal, victims richelieu? Of cardinal oh my richelieu. God. i don't know uh so uh, at any rate anyway. um so basically <laughs> she's gonna go and then uh chris o'donnell who has since been captured yeah. at some point. Uh, he's how. in the prison. He's in the best um, And the the patch eye patch guy yeah, has his dad's sport. sword and is like, oh, this is a nice sword. He's like, it's my dad's. He's like, well, it's mine now. Um, <laughs> and then Chris O'Donnell oversees this little exchange and then Tim Curry catches him before he can get away. And so they sentence him to death. Yep. He goes to the town square to get beheaded. Yep. But the three musketeers have... Shown up in disguise, shock as the uh, as as the, the the guy who cuts off the head was the, the, the executioner, yeah, executioner, and like the, the priest. priest and whatever. Yeah, and Charlie Sheen's there is like, uh, don't worry, my son, we're going to we're going to get you out of this, right? And then something. then Porthos is like, oh, I got this axe from the the Empress of Grand Japan Sauce or something. Delorean. I don't know, <laughs> Delorean. And so um, there's this huge fight. There's and then they, they run escape. away. They run away, and they have to. Split up yet again. Right. And then they... They're, they're on their way to Calais because that's where Madame de Winter is headed with this With the treaty. treaty. So they're like, we have to stop her. Right. Now, in the meantime, while this is happening, they also managed to... I can't remember when. Blow up a when, lot of 
They blow up a bunch of stuff, but then they also get to this pub. Yes. Where there's this really weird... Where the first musical number happens. Exchange. That would be so great. The <laughs> I've Got a Dream from Tangled. That's essentially, that's essentially what, what should scene. have happened. <laughs> is I've Got a Dream from Tangled. And he's got a dream to be a musketeer. He does. Right. So uh, Porthos is sitting with two women on his lap. Mm. Uh, Charlie Sheen is sitting there being... It's a weird scene. It's weird because they're scene. like... They're trying to teach Chris O'Donnell, D'Artagnan, how to woo a woman. Either by physically accosting her or lying to her with words. Yes. This is sort I of mean, the, the, the Cogsworth opinion of flowers, uh, chocolates, promises, promises you don't, you don't intend, intend to keep. To keep. Yep. <laughs> this sounds like Disney, all right. So, so yeah, Porthos is trying to convince him of... You just no, have to kiss you have to her. You have to her kiss, kiss her good. And Charlie Sheen's like, no, no, no you, you have, have to... to you have yeah. to... Sway her with words and poetry. Words. Yes. So And they both end up kissing the same woman while while Chris O'Donnell's just like, huh. Yeah. It's a weird scene. It's very it voyeuristic. Is. It's it is. It's, and then we go back to uh Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland who's getting, getting, who's getting drunk by himself in the back. And he's like, Oh, what's wrong with Kiefer? And he's like, Well, he just drinks he he takes drinking seriously. Yes. And he, and then you come to find out, because he tells Chris O'Donnell, like, He has like, this whole oh, past romance with Rebecca De Mornay, but she's love. been... Love. No, we don't know it's her yet. Oh, okay. Well, spoilers. Spoil... <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie, massive spoilers it's all over the 30 years old. You My should, God. But see it. But see it. It's but great. So uh, he's like, yeah, I had a wife, or though he talks about it as if Did it's not him. Wife? Yeah, oh. he talks about it like it's not him, but it's so obvious that it's him. He's like, there was this guy, and he had a wife, and he was in love with her, and then he found out she had a friggin' tattoo. And she and was branded for death, She was right? branded for murder. Oh, for because she killed her someone, husband. Because she killed her husband. Right. And she said it was... What a backstory here, the, the wife was like, oh, no, I didn't do it. I was wrongly accused. And he turns her over? And he turns her over, but then <laughs> we find, and then he's like, so then he just had a, a shit life. So you're like, okay, that's clearly you. He didn't really have a shit life, though. That's, I mean, but that's again that's the part where it's like he needed to be darker he needed to be rougher he needed to be meaner yeah, in there order was no, to make that character work and yeah, it didn't happen the, before he started talking about all that shit like you would have no idea no. that this guy's been through a through hell and back no he, he, he essentially turned in his own wife yeah because he turned in his own wife for murder knowing that she would be killed that's crazy that's what it was did you not catch that I mean I caught it after the pub monologue but right. before then I would have no, no clue. No, wouldn't no have clue. known that this man was a tortured soul. So, so then, yes. then they continue <laughs> on and they get caught up again. The guards find them. Oh, because there's a price on their head. So everyone right. and their mom is trying to kill them. I prefer dead. Oh, there's this scene where where Tim Curry is like, I'm gonna put a bounty on their heads, and he's talking to Rashford like this, and the camera's here. And it just teaches you so much about like, yeah, we're gonna Tim Curry's camera awareness. He's it. like, he's yes. talking to Rushford like this. Oh. I'm going to put a price on their heads. Yes. I want them all dead. Dead or alive. And then he says, I prefer dead. Oh, he turns his face little, out just enough because he knows twitch. right where the camera is. I'm he like, knows where Fuck it yeah. is. This knows guy. Where it is. Anyway, so there's a price on their heads. Uh, the 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 Catholic army is after them now. Essentially, Everyone's after them. They all split up again. Chris O'Donnell ends up escaping, leaving Kiefer Sutherland to maybe die because yeah. they're pinned down by gunfire. Right, guns were around. And then, uh, so he runs. He along, passes but out in the road. He passes out in the O'Donnell road and gets out. picked up by Lady De Winter. 
Wow. So when did the he coincidence pass her? train? Right. When did he? Pass I don't know her? when because they they apparently got ahead of her. Yeah, because he got ahead of her because right. she because he was trying to beat her. So and he got so ahead of her. She picks him up, strips him of all his clothes, puts him in bed, and this is the shot that I remember. It's a very specific shot in this movie where Chris O'Donnell wakes up. And there is a bird's eye view camera of Just Chris O'Donnell and then Rebecca right DeMornay's tits. Right down the Grand like, Canyon. Right there. And as a nine-year-old boy at a Disney movie, that leaves an impression. <laughs> Two very big impressions on my dad. Like, I was Chris O'Donnell in that scene. Like, he's like, uh, where am I? She, where are my clothes? Who are you, lady? I don't know what I'm supposed oh my to. God. My special purpose, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. And right. I'm really uncomfortable. So... At it, yes. That happens. She tries to kill him. Yes. Like she seduces him into kissing him. She's aware of the fact that he knows. <laughs> right. So. So she pulls out this this cool little hairpin knife. Right. Tries and he to tries kill him. to and he's like, no, don't you do it. And she's like, Bites him off. God's help. And then shows her shoulder to and show. Oh, there's the brand that what's his you name is talking show called about. Branded dude. She's got this huge brand on her shoulder. Yeah, she's like, got this oh. giant brand. The He's Florida like, it's you. it's you. It's you. You can, you can be the only one. Oh. With the, you can be the only one in the world with this tattoo. Yeah, you know? there's nobody else that's ever committed a murder. It's so that's a weird woman. that I heard that story. I just, just last heard night. it. His story needs to happen. <laughs> is that Chris O'Donnell? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so actually, ask me to do a Chris that's, if, that's, that's not correct be. in any way. But <laughs> I'm gonna be Robin. I think that's right. I'm gonna be Robin. Movies. Oh my god. Uh, um. So then, wait. What happens? So. So then, they they bundle up Chris O'Donnell into a cart because the Chinese guy knocks him out. Right. Uh, the Asian American knocks him out. Sorry, not the Chinaman. But wow. He, he he gets knocked out. They all go into a cart to and they start barreling towards the ship that's going to take them to England. But oh, again, that's right. Uh, Porthos and Aramis are on the ship, and all of these people, and all the crew, sh- all the crew are dead. Been They've been posed. Up. Like it's reached for the gun from Chicago. All like they're all just over like over the ship, and I'm like, all oh, these bitches are dead. Pulling rope, they're like they're dead. all dead. They're all and they posed them. Dead. <laughs> they're just like pushing everyone out. Like these men are dead. And then they're like, surprise! Oh my god! <laughs> and, and Aramis this... pop out, and they start fighting Giant everybody. Fight, and Big there was ship the fight. fight with the ninja guy where he's like. <laughs> And Porthos like, nah, and just cuts the thing and then he drops to his death. I again have to say Oliver Platt's brilliant in this movie. Because, again, a lot like Raul Julia knew what Street Fighter was. I feel like Oliver Platt knew knew exactly what what this was. And he knew what this character was. Oh, 1,000%. This is, by the way, for anyone that has only seen Oliver Platt after he got extremely heavy. This is Oliver Platt when he was more like, oh, Mild dad bod. Yeah, like he, he was, was working a he lot. Was, he was doing a good job. He wasn't like you all know. of these guys were working pretty consistently in the nineties. Yeah, and this was like sort of right before Chris O'Donnell kind of skyrocketed. Right, this was like his little thing that yeah. got him there. He yeah. got that Disney. This is after Dead Poet Society. He got him with Disney. Right, he's about to get cast in Batman Forever. And um, then anyway, uh, okay. So then, so Kiefer shows up and he's like, oh, "It's you, my ex-wife." Oh, that's right. Yes. And then, and then the guy is like, "Where's the, where's the bitch? She <laughs> where's killed the money my Lebowski? brother. Right. Where's the money? Oh, Lebowski? that's right. <laughs> she killed <laughs> this my brother. This <laughs> killed my. I want that dog dead. <laughs> yeah, so, this guy shows up out of nowhere and he's like, "That woman killed my where brother." The hell this guy I'm like, who the from? fuck is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> he's like, you 
killed my brother. We gotta kill this him bitch. Into the and so then, and then during all of this, Keith, 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 Kiefer, Kiefer, Kiefer. That's a drink. It's like that is a probiotic drink. Take the Keebler elves, but change the B to an F. They're Keefler. I know Keefler. They're not Keefler. Lose the L. So kefir is an actual probiotic drink. Is it really? Yeah, it is. So kefir. My dad brews kefir. Kefir is good for your tummy. Yes. Good for your flora. <laughs> so kefir sees Lady De Winter and is like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! My ex-wife, you're alive!" And then jilted brother comes up and he's like, uh, "This woman's under arrest for killing my brother, her ex-husband." I'm gonna or kill her. And then they have words where he basically says to her in prison, like. Hey, uh, could you tell me like what the plan is to assassinate the king? Because I have a feeling you know. Right. And she's like, "Well, life hasn't been kind to me, so no." And he's like, "Okay, well, that's kind of shitty, but I can't really blame you since person. I turned you in for a murder you didn't commit." She's like, "Well, I killed people since then, so it's fine." So she didn't kill the guy. No. Oh. She didn't then kill why is she anyone. Oh. But then after she was spurned by her, how did she become an assassin? Because she was thrown away by, by Kiefer Sutherland for something yes. she didn't do. Okay. So then she, rather than, you know, she basically, I think, was so scarred by that that she's like, well, I better fulfill the prophecy. Does anyone know, has anyone read the novel, Fulfill the Prophecy? I don't know. Like Anakin Skywalker? Yes. Like the, she like had the to prophecy do it. that was She had unwritten. no choice. Oh my God. So, um, so she, so basically she's been arrested. They're going to throw her off a cliff. No, no, no. They're going to just kill her. Oh. They're going to cut off her head. Well, they take her and to then, the edge of a cliff to cut off her head. Which I didn't understand why all the musketeers came with her. Like yeah. I would understand maybe the ex-husband to come with. But they were all like, you know what? We should all go with her to watch her this get beheaded. Is it like beheaded. official business or like, something? It was weird that they all came. But at any rate, so it they is. all go to the top of this Moore's Cliff or something. Yeah. And they're going to chop off her head. And right before uh, Kiefer runs, he's like, no. And he's like, oh, I, me, I love like, you. Forgive me. I'm and so she's sorry like, for what I've I did. forgiven you. Hey, by the way, they're going to kill him at his birthday party. Wee! Wee! And then she jumps off. Like, Jumps off of a cliff, which I always thought Mohican was style. so. It was a weird choice. It was a weird choice. Again, it's maybe it's in the book. It's probably in the book. Maybe it's not in the book. But her name is Sabine, and Sabine. Sab- yeah, what a name. I'm not sure what's in the book and what's in this movie. <laughs> I'm sure they took some liberties. Which was again the shot. It wasn't <laughs> even just like she jumped off the cliff and we're like, oh okay. You actually saw her body fall. You again, didn't see it. You didn't see the impact. Damn, but, Disney. damn Disney. Like, like you give us cleavage, you give us suicide. Suicide. Like people die all over stuff the place for a very young person to process. Yeah, you and know? this this is mm. damn an impressionable Disney. young boy. So then they're so like, now okay. Kiefer's like, okay, we have to go save the king. Right. My character hasn't changed at all. Meanwhile, the king is like, I don't really want a birthday party, and Tim, Tim Curry is like, like, oh, but you oh, must, you must go out on the balcony. He's so thrilled and <laughs> cannot wait, and he's like, okay, I'll have the birthday party because I'm really. Even though I've been married to her for a while, I don't know how to be around her. It's awkward. Again, that and was then, me in, in the movie theater. And then she, on the other hand, is like, I don't think we should throw this party. And Tim Cruise is like, oh, you must. He's so excited <laughs> about it. At the it. coronation or whatever, they're like walking towards the balcony. And the king's like, 
Uh, uh, no, the queen's like, I don't trust Richelieu. And, and he's, he's like, like, well, I'll, shit, I don't, I don't either. know. And Richelieu is right literally behind them. Right I'm behind like, them. both of you need to you shut guys, the hell up because he, he is right you. behind you. It's not like a ways back. It's like two feet. Yeah. And they're like, she's like, what do we do? He's like, I don't fucking know. Like, he actually says, I don't know. Like, you're the king. Do something. And so don't, at this point, don't the three musketeers just show up to the palace? Yes. And all the Catholic army is like, no. And right. Rochefort's like, what the fuck right. are you guys doing here? And then while all this is happening... On their way back to France, they're shooting all these messages to former musketeers in the town. Oh, saying that's all for right. one, one for all. They're trying to get the musketeers... To come uh, back. ...back together so they can storm the castle. Yes. So then at the, uh, at the birthday celebration, there's an assassin up on the roof. And Pew. Chris O'Donnell sees it. Right. And so he's like runs over and he knocks the guy off. Yeah. And then Chris O'Donnell and... The sniper guy, sniper fight, guy up on the roof. fight up on the roof. Roof fight. Roof fight. And then you, on the ground level, you have all these peasants show up who right. then like throw off their robes. And God bless the costuming in this show because oh you God. can see like they were all just reversible, like reversible tunics. And then all the musketeers show up. Yeah. Fight their way big in. Big fight. Fight their to way protect in. protect the king. And yeah, Richelieu makes his escape. Yep. He takes the king and tries to escape. Right. And then Charlie Sheen tries to stop him. Right. But let's not forget... Yes. The prison guy. Oh, okay. Well, this is after they... After Aramis and Porthos start chasing Richelieu down into the cavern. Right. The, I feel so bad for people listening. They're probably so confused about what's going <laughs> That's okay. on. But okay, so you have then... have to watch the movie for yourself. So basically at this point, Tim Curry is trying to get the king and the the queen away so that he can potentially kill them and then take over. Correct. So the musketeers are trying to save him. Chris O'Donnell is fighting... Rochefort. Rochmaninoff. Rochmaninoff. Who killed his father as it He finds out he killed his father because he was the musketeer that betrayed the musketeers and and cut his his eye. Right. Yeah. So they're fighting. And then Porthos, in the meantime, the three musketeers go down into the cellar to try to figure out where the... Where Tim Curry took right, they have to the split king up and queen. because there are all these caverns. So they all split up, and Porthos goes Comes to where across. the torture chamber and yeah. the prisons are. And earlier in the movie, you saw this big ass fat, like beast of a man with boils yeah, all over his face. Yeah, looks like he like ran into face. a wasp nest. Yeah. Yeah, and so he fights him. I remembered this. Out I didn't of remember everything. Any of this. I remember there were like two other things I remembered, but I remembered I just this. Remember boobs. I didn't remember how he died, but I remembered it was really intense. Yes. Cause he's fighting, and then all of a sudden Porthos kicks him in the chest and he rams back into, into a wall spikes. of spikes. And he like creeps up to the body. It's like getting close, and he's still alive. Because he goes, blood coming out of cuts this rope. And then another half of the wall closes in on this guy. And we're like, damn, Damn, Disney. Disney? What the fuck was that? What the fuck just happened? That was very violent. That was so intense. That was very violent. Like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, my God. So then they finally get to the boat. They get to the boat. They see Tim Curry. Tim Curry's like, you've lost. I'm going to get them. And and I'm going to kill them. I'm going to come back stronger Ah. than before. And then... Charlie Keeper's like, uh, I have the paper here. Where the I fuck have are you the going? Treaty. And he's like, uh, I'll doesn't figure matter. it out. And as it turns out, Charlie Sheen is on the boat. Yep. 
yeah. Charlie Sheen is on He's the like, boat. No, not so fast, Tim Curry. And, then he... and then Tim Curry, the whole thing there is, is that Charlie Sheen's character wanted to be a priest. Yes. But couldn't cut it, so he became a musketeer? Something like so... that. He used to be like a protege to Richelieu or right. something. So then Richelieu was like, oh, you wouldn't ever hurt a man, man of, of God. Cloth. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then the king is like, well, I would, and just punches him straight yeah, across Prince the Valiant face. punches him in the face into the water. We're led to believe that he survives, but we don't, we don't see, Richelieu see him ever that. again. Yeah. That was a weird thing. I and forget then... historically how how Richelieu died. Yes. But anyways, and then that's pretty much that's it. That's Pretty much it. Then Chris, Chris O'Donnell is getting becomes... his ass kicked by Rochefort. Rochefort's about to kill him, except for the lady in waiting. The lady in waiting shows up in the nick of time, throws Chris O'Donnell his father's sword. He runs Rochefort through, and another Literally. pretty violent. Yeah, because Roch, because he's going like this, he's about to stab and him he, downwards. Prince of Thieves style, and then he Prince hits of Thieves here. style hits him Boom. right here, and it just. Oh, and even he too, takes a while to die. He takes a while to die. Not only that, but he also says he's like, "Well, I guess you wouldn't have made a very good musketeer." And, and then stabbed. he gets stabbed, and he says, "I may have been mistaken." And it was gargled. Yeah, I, it was mistaken. gargled with blood. Oh, oh, because there's a sword in sight. Like, right? It was things like that that I'm just like. It le- these things leave an impression. Damn Disney! Damn like, Disney. damn. So, anyways, all the bad guys are subdued or dead. The Musketeers have been reinstituted. King, King Valiant's like, what do you want, D'Artagnan? I'll give you anything. And if Pinocchio like, and Farquaad <laughs> had made a Pinocchio baby, <laughs> that's what he looked I'm like. I'm a real boy, right. So Chris O'Donnell becomes a Musketeer. and Then he all... kisses the lady-in-waiting, which I thought they weren't supposed to. Yeah. Was... They're just like, oh, let's... Um... <laughs> And Let's then they kiss, sing yeah. this song that Ben freaks the fuck out about. The movie ends. I forgot about the song All for Love so by Rod Stewart, Brian bad. Adams, and Sting. It's it came on so right when the movie bad. ended, and I lost my mind. I'm like, oh my god! I totally forgot about All for Love! Oh my god. You have like three of the biggest recording artists, uh, I mean, it's so of the cheesy. 90s. Brian Adams especially. It's so but it is bad. cheese, but it was a number one hit. So let's just leave it at that. At any rate. So, so that's, that's the, the movie. movie. It's Jesus. amazing. It's awesome. I, it's a I, fucking great movie. I cannot say I've seen it since I saw it in the theater. So I, I can't seen this remember. Movie I know that I've watched it. 25 years. I watched so. it several times. Really? Several times. I may have watched it once, but I couldn't remember any of it except for boobs. No, and I, the violent again, death. I was obsessed with this movie. I didn't as a remember kid. the rack death, but I did remember the Rochefort. Mm-hmm. and Tim Curry being amazing. Tim Curry is always amazing. Movie, so. He's a god. And Shall we dive into a little bit of trivia? Yeah, let's dive into yeah. trivia. All right. Cue the music. Trivia music. Gabrielle Anwar, who played the queen, married to the king, was actually pregnant at the time. Really? So she had to let all the costumes out. I would not have known that. Kiefer Sutherland, Chris O'Donnell, and Oliver Platt had to go through six rigorous weeks of fencing and horse riding lessons. Yes. Charlie Sheen was finishing up the second Hot Shots movie and just showed up like the day before he had to film. So you'll notice in the fights that Charlie Sheen isn't as like, uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say fluid because he's capable. Maybe he doesn't have quite as much to do. I don't think they made the fights with Charlie Sheen as complicated because he had to miss all of that practice. And I guess he hated riding horses in general, like in real life. So he just, I don't know. I don't know. I love riding horses. So uh, after filming, uh, Chris O'Donnell actually kept his sword, but it was disputed that he actually stole it without (gasps) permission. 
Um, it's disputed that he actually he accidentally took it home. How can you and then accidentally he just take it? a sword home? <laughs> like it's just like oh whoops how'd this get in my trunk? I it's up on his fucking fireplace mantle. What the <laughs> probably dude ask for it just, just ask just his name I'm sure that just ask it. ask props. The dungeon scenes were filmed at a place called Siegrot in Austria. It's an old mine which was flooded in the early 1900s due to an underground water source and was later used by the Nazis during World War II to conduct military research. What? The site is now open to the public and is famous for its underground lake. The scene decoration on one of the prison cells, as well as the dragon head boat, are still kept intact and can be visited. What? Isn't that wild? So we could go there and then we could also go to the never-ending story place. Yeah. Oh, man. These movies that leave an impression. Yes. I don't know if I can get a never-ending story place. No, just go back and listen um, to the Disney never actually story wanted episode. Robert Downey Jr. for a part. There were a couple oh, other actors who. Oh, um, Brad Pitt turned down the role of D'Artagnan. <gasps> uh, William Baldwin, Johnny Depp, Gary Oldman, Jean Claude Van Damme, Carrie Elwes, and Al Pacino were also sought out by Disney for parts in the movie. I assume oh, Pacino. Elwes. Yeah, no, Carrie Elwes, interestingly enough, Carrie Elwes was actually involved in. In pre-production of this movie, there's an interview somewhere online, and I bet we can find it on YouTube, that has him and Charlie Sheen doing like a press conference to raise awareness that they were what? doing this movie. And then somewhere along the lines, some deal fell through. I don't know what happened, but Carrie Elwes is clearly not in this movie. I am he actually like, I'm actually a little, a little crestfallen. <laughs> what if Carrie Elwes played oh, Athos instead of Kiefer? I wouldn't have been all about Oliver Platt. Even though, even though Charlie Sheen gets top billing, it's Kiefer Sutherland's face like right in the middle of the poster. It's I thought really that was weird too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, during the final duel with Rochefort, uh, when D'Artagnan leaps over him, Star Wars fans, true Star Wars fans, will catch this. Oh yeah. There's this jump over Rochefort that Chris O'Donnell. It's like a half tuck turn, and then he lands on his feet, and Rochefort says, "Impressive." Impressive. And that's what Darth Vader says to Luke Skywalker. You remember? You remember Star Wars? <laughs> Remember Spock? Hey, Disney. Remember Star Wars? Did you watch episodes four, five, and six before you made your last three movies? I don't think you did. Nope. I don't think you did. You can go back and watch that episode as well. Uh, yeah, Charlie Sheen really hated horses, uh, and he was originally sought for the role of Porthos. No. Oliver Platt was... Re was was sought out for Porthos in two different Three Musketeers movies because there was a there was a film version of the Three Musketeers with Johnny Depp also in processing. What? And he was sought out to play Porthos in that one too. What? But that one never came to fruition. Oh my god. Thank God and he ended up doing this one. And if what you guys want to see a laughable sequel to this that has nothing to do with Disney <laughs> You need to watch Man in the Iron Mask. Oh, you Man in the Iron Mask. watch Man in the Iron Mask. I think I watched that like a year you ago. You did, and I had not seen it. And Megan is in the kitchen, and I am just laughing my ass because off from how John horrible it is. It's John Try Malkovich not not doing any semblance of an accent. Everybody else is doing an accent except for It's him. the Three Musketeers like 20 years after. Yeah. They, they save the day, so yep. now Louis' son is... 
is on the throne and he's this terrible king. Terrible DiCaprio king. plays King Louis and uh, Jeremy Irons, who's fucking brilliant in the movie. He, he's like the only one really giving a shit. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Byrne also doesn't do an accent, I don't think. It's so uh, random. Gerard it's Depardieu so is bad. in it. It's Leonardo so, DiCaprio. You must watch Man in the Iron Mask if you want a quasi-sequel to this that's, movie. It's laughable. It's, it's not so at any rate. Not as enjoyable it? as this one. That's, that's it for trivia. So, so, would you recommend this movie to anyone? I would recommend this movie to anyone who just loves movies who loves yep. fun i will say the critics tore this movie apart it no! has like a 49 percent. people oh. hated it like it 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 was like a 30 million dollar budget it made i think 60 million at the theater so it made double what it cost so it was technically a success oh. but it wasn't in theaters for very long people didn't really respond to well it, I, I loved this movie but i loved it too and oliver platt was a huge crush for me that's when i realized i would fall in love with a man who was funny because I'm like, you have to marry a man that's funny because that that does it for you, girl. What happened? Hey, I'm not sure. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny? That's funny. No, I'm glad I married you. Thanks. You're very funny. Thank you, I appreciate it. You make me laugh, especially when you do uh, the impression of um, what's his name? Of John Malkovich from... on the subway. No, that yeah. is funny though. John Mal, do got John Malkovich on the subway. <laughs> jo- this John is John Malkovich. Malkovich as a subway conductor. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna do my best here to try and remember the Forty Second Street one. Okay. This is Forty Second Street Port Authority bus terminal. <laughs> Transfer is available to the C, the D, the F, Q, N, R, and W lines. <laughs> Shuttle available to Grand Central. Connection is available to the Port Authority bus terminal. My son Raul is dead. dead. King Louis must die. God bless John Malkovich in the Man in the Iron Mask. It's so laughably awful. Please go watch the Man in the Iron Mask after you watch the movie. I was going to say the guy from Daredevil when he sat on the woman's cat. Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah, there was this dumb joke. At any rate, you make me laugh. That's an inside joke. And I was going to say something nice that I was like, and it was true enough. I married a man that makes me laugh. Oh, I'm glad. So, yes. You do. So I recommend this movie to anyone. Go watch it right now. It costs four bucks to rent it on Amazon. You're not doing anything else. So go watch it. No, you're not doing anything else. And this is one that Mm. honestly, like, if you have kids, like, maybe just know that there's 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 a good amount of, like, violent suggestions and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, we turned out okay. Yes. I think so. Kind of. Lastly, I wanted to mention uh, the sponsor for this week. Oh, Uh, not our sponsor. I I mean, uh, not a sponsor. Sorry. Who who we're donating money to. What what do you call that? We didn't even say at the beginning. We didn't even say at the beginning. We have not said anything about where But I would like to tailgate this, uh, just kind of bridge into who who we'd like to donate money to. Uh, The United Way is doing some really amazing work for first responders during this entire pandemic. These are the the first responders, the fire department, the police department, the doctors and nurses who were working 20-hour shifts, who were working sick, who are, who are sequestering themselves from their families because they know that they're sick and when they come home, they can't actually be with their families because they don't want them to get infected. Like, these are people these that are... These are the heroes. These are the actual musketeers. These are the actual heroes. The actual are, musketeers yes. that are keeping it's us all safe. anyone in any sort of government agency. They, these are the doctors and nurses. These are the boots on the ground. One for all. Handling these all patients. So, if you can, please donate money to the United Way. 
Um, we're not gonna do the the whole Venmo thing now. So just just get on uh get on their website. They're we'll amazing. We'll put it in the episode. We'll put it in the episode for you guys to take a look at. Uh, but they're doing such amazing work and we're doing gonna their best be to donating so today. Um, so hopefully you can so, donate as well. Yeah. So please donate to the United Way if you can, or at least help spread awareness. Yes. So. So That's it. Instead of spreading disease, yes. spread awareness and donate to United Way. Thank you. That much um, So I think that's everything. And we don't know what we're doing next. I realize, though... The Rocketeer would be a lot of fun. Oh, the Rocketeer would be great. Yeah. Um, I think this is actually our 16th episode of the third season. Wow. Which, the last two seasons, we've ended on our 16th episode. Okay. Well, these are interesting... These are interesting Unique times, times, so maybe, so we, maybe can we can go to uh, episode twenty. Maybe, yeah. See what happens. We got a couple more weeks. We here. got a couple more weeks. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how this goes. So, uh, make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. Yes, please stay tuned to our Instagram because we'll probably rock the vote. I thought, yeah. But I would love to do the Rocketeer. It was between this movie and the Rocketeer. I think that would be there a really were definitely fun some visit. very strong I'm votes really for the Rocketeer. This just barely edged up. I'm really enjoying it. revisiting the '90s. Me, oh, I always loved the '90s. Man. I mean, the only thing I don't like about the '90s was thin eyebrows because I can't grow them back. And Lisa Frank. And for Lisa, me. for me, what I'm saying, I I didn't enjoy Lisa Frank. Okay, it was too much. Well, now we're gonna get into our very first loud. fight. Well. We should turn off the cameras before we get into our fight. All right. So that okay. people don't know that we fight because right. it's not normal <laughs> and it's not okay to have any kind of disagreement. Right, Rocket. All right, everybody. Stay safe out there. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, be well, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.